less than 2,000. The podcast. Um, say something to me real quick. And hold you in the palm of his hand. That pause. Yeah, there's always that, there's that pause that just... Of his hand. Such a great, what a great church song. Yeah. So has anyone called you an ass today? Uh, not today. I've been uh, extremely nice since my last review, but get this. You're really turning things around I'm this I'm turning week. things around. All I needed was feedback. Negative feedback. I really respond to that. But get this. So that night I went to my girlfriend's house and I told her um, about my day. And then I also said, hey, we're doing this podcast called Less Than 2000 about the 80s and 90s. And uh, I explained about the shows we were doing and all that. You know what she said? What? I would never listen to that podcast. Isn't that great? I'm like, I'm having this terrible day, got chewed out at work. I'm excited about something. And she's just like, yeah, I would never listen to that podcast. <laughs> so what are we going to talk about today? I want to talk about uh, Adam Sandler. No! Uh, <laughs> I'm totally thrown off by that right now. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to talk about Adam Sandler's comedy albums. Yeah, I, I was going to say, I want to talk about uh, Adam Sandler. No! The, the musician. They're all going to laugh at you. Where do we begin? It's 1993. We were 13 years old. I was 12. Because I'm right. so I much always, younger than I you. I always forget how, how how behind you are from me. Yes. I... And, you know, everybody started talking about it at school. I mean, you know, the, the sort of orangish, you know, album with his face on it. And I think back then there was a little tiny independent music store called Pickles. Correct. And... I think it was Christmas time, and I went in with a gigantic, you know, being in the Midwest, huge coat. Because I learned a long time ago that your parents were less likely to see weird bulging out of your pockets in the winter. Was it one of those big uh, starter jackets? One of those big 90s puffy puffy, starter jackets? I mean, just puffy. (laughs) I mean, I was twice the size at that age. And I remember... They were like, sure, you can go to Pickles. We'll pick you up in like 10 minutes. And I literally bought the album and like hid it down my pants slash the coat. Right. And why was that? Because it had the coveted, that ever so sexy parental advisory explicit lyrics. And you just knew it was going to be good. Yes. That for, for, I don't think they do that anymore. For those of you not in the know, for all the kids out there. No, they, they, still, they still do it. Oh, yeah. The parental advisory. So they still sell CDs with, with a sticker on oh, it? Oh, no, it's on the digital. No, nobody buys CDs. Okay. No, it's on the digital. Like if you look up the art, it has the it has an E for explicit in the title. Mm. And then it also has a, 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 a it on the image. With, uh, the, with, the, with, the, with the black and white bars still? Yeah, I think so, yeah. Wow. Because that was really cool. That's when you knew that's something w- was good. Hey, it's way cooler than just like, oh, it has the E next to it so you went I to pickles because they would sell it to you even though you're a minor without a parent for sure yeah absolutely they yeah. didn't care yeah it's pretty <laughs> awesome it's like, a sale right. yeah it's a sale and they were all like two years older than yeah us. there was no like law about it or anything yeah. there's no like as you can't sell this to people under yeah. 16 or 18 or yeah. 17 quite or possibly that same time i think i might have also got the uh, vhs tape for uh uh, uh aliens three mm. it might have been around that same time anyway mm. so i get home i put the i put the cd in and um, assistant principal's big day is the the first thing that comes up, um, and I was f-ing rolling. Yeah, yeah I, I mean, mean, there was nothing not funny on this album. 
Well, you know, just for some context, there was it was it was really a kind of one of a kind. It was not something that existed uh, in the early '90s much at all, or really before that. Before that, there was a couple, uh, you know, plenty of stand-up comedy albums. Bill Cosby and Steve Martin and all that. They they all had their comedy stand-up stuff. But as far as sketch comedy on a CD, that was kind of uh, new. I mean, and and hadn't really been done since Bob Newhart. Carl Reiner and Mel Brooks, Monty Python, and then uh, the biggest one example of that would probably be Cheech and Chong with their little skits before they became movie stars like Dave, you know, Dave's not here, man. And 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 so that was a rare thing. It hadn't been done in about 20 years or so. Yeah. I mean, and, that, and and so for us that was a lot newer. And especially because this stuff was we were basically that age. I mean, this we were the tar- we were the target demo. We were the target time. demo, and it's it's hard to understate how popular and awesome SNL was at the time. Yeah. Saturday Night Live in that late eighties, early nineties run was was just phenomenal with that tremendous cast, and Adam Sandler was a standout. Oh, absolutely! No, that whole uh, Adam Sandler, David Spade, Chris Farley. I mean, that little that little world was the second best at that time. The second best group of performers that had ever been on that show. I mean, you had the original cast and then it was these guys. They were amazing. Mike Myers, all of these people that did so incredible. And, 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 and now Adam Sandler was giving us the longest pee. And it was funny because he literally just peed for like I'll two be minutes. I'll a second. And just, just kept pounding. going and going. And hey, going. Yeah. I need to get in there. And if I'm not mistaken, didn't they come back to that later in the album? There was another track later where he was still going. Um, <laughs> and it was pretty it was pretty crazy. You know, that first track, The Buffoon and the Dean. Conan O'Brien is the Dean. And it's just it's just weird. Like Adam Sandler, F*** it, man. <laughs> and that was it. That, that was, was the whole it. sketch. And that Buffoon character was in like, what, three, four, five tracks throughout the whole album? Yeah, that was one of the reoccurring characters that would just keep coming through because that was, he was in the principal's big day. He was in the first one. Right. You know, so the principal's trying to talk nice to him. He's like, holy shit. And, you know, there's all these other like throwaway tracks, like the beating of a high school janitor, beating of the high school biology teacher. Throwaway? I was sitting in class at 13 years old going, <laughs> I'm picturing doing that right now to my Exactly. Math and so what you're pointing out there is the fact that it was awesome when we were 12 and 13. Going back and listening to it as an adult, it's almost unlistenable. It, it, it's uh, really hard to get it's through. Bad. It, it's, it's, it's bad. It's bad. I'm like, I can't believe this thing actually got off the ground. I mean... I can't believe this was greenlit by anybody because it is so bad. The buffoon stuff, the beating stuff is just unlistenable as an adult. But see, now I feel, but see, this is where you kind of have that conversation with yourself. Like, okay, you know, future Chad, like you're a little more sophisticated now, kind of, you're not kind of getting into, you're not listening to lunch lady land. I mean, you know, like back then it was like, Yes, this is amazing. Well, and to but, your earlier point, it's it was we were the target demo. I mean, that stuff appealed directly to preteen boys and young teenage boys. All all the tracks were like beating of a high school janitor and stuff. I mean, it's all really targeted for young young boys with too much angst and violence and sexual depravity. Yeah, there, there's there's a couple gems in there. I, I will say right field is a legitimately funny one. I, 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 when listening to it again to prepare for this, I was like, I don't think I can get through all this. And then I finally got to right field and I laughed my balls off. It's it's hilarious. Well, 
Were you okay? You you played ball, right? Yeah. So like, were which which kid were you? I played right field. I was that kid. <laughs> I didn't want the ball hit to me. No. And when it was hit to me, I totally screwed it up every single time. I remember I I did catch the ball one time. It was a grounder. I I remember I I caught it and I threw it back and I was proud of myself. <laughs> And then my dad comes up and goes, I saw you picking the, the weeds out there, son. <laughs> and I was like, no, dad, I, I was in the game. So okay, your dad basically son. said, way to kick it in, Pele. Oh, yeah, <laughs> Pele. <laughs> Good one, huh? <laughs> yeah. oh, we'll get it back. We'll get, oh, a big lefty. A big, big lefty. Oh, no, hey, no, why is no, he pointing no, at me? No. So it, it's, it's hilarious. I definitely related to that one. That, that was a good one. I'm so wasted is pretty funny, too. But I mean, you know, it had the actual songs on it. You know, talking yeah. about Adam Sandler, the musician, the Thanksgiving song, and a medium pace. And I, I have a. I wonder how many people actually remember at a medium pace because it was. I mean, there was nothing I had heard at thirteen. No. That and listen, I mean, we would already listen to you know Digital Underground Sex Packets. We had already listened fourteen to, shots to the dome. Yes, uh, you know we we we'd already we'd listened to NWA. You know a, a lot of the people in our class had older brothers. You know we were the oldest, so they had they had given us some music to listen to. And I'm but I'm telling you, nothing I listened to was as dirty as at a medium pace. <laughs> it's and it's you know going it's back wrong. and listening to it, it's it's pretty hilarious too. It's just kind of lovingly sung and then suddenly it goes into some really dark places. Check it out. That's oh, so that's you, one's worth Oh, so you to. like it more. You, you like it just as much. Now, now that you get it, you're like, oh, I kind of like this. Yeah, I mean, it was so weird when you're like, what is this? Uh, put a shampoo bottle up my you know where. It was, was and spit on my face and all this stuff is just really dark and weird. Now, as an adult, having done that many times, I definitely relate to it. <laughs> and of course, Tollbooth Willie. I mean, that one... Well, yeah, I mean, Tollbooth Willie was just classic. It was just uh, one one driver after another going through the toll booth and, and telling off Tollbooth Willie, calling him an idiot or whatever, no, insulting yeah. him. And then Adam Sandler freaking out. It was hilarious and just swearing at the top of his lungs. Hey, fuck you, you uppity <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it was just hilarious. So have we covered that one enough? Do we want to move on to the next one? We got more to talk about with. There's a next one. Oh, my God. Uh, yes, believe it or not. What the hell happened to me? 1996. This would have come after he left SNL. He left uh, left SNL in 95 when, when they fired everybody, all the great cast members, because the ratings went down slightly. So NBC just jettisoned everybody. Oh, yeah. And Adams and they kept what um, Tim Meadows and Norm Macdonald. And that was it. And, uh, you know, well, by that time, all those other guys were becoming movie stars. Adam, you know, Mike Myers and Chris Farley, Adam Sandler started making movies, but he he put out another comedy album with uh, the Hanukkah song being the big one. Yeah, I mean, what the hell happened to me? It wasn't it wasn't bad. It wasn't nearly as iconic as they're all going to laugh at you. You you weren't going through track by track going this is amazing it oh, had oh it like had the moments. other one was amazing like at the other one was oh 13, my god yes it was you know it you listen to every track we didn't even get to fatty mcgee you could never pull that off today but like every track at 13 was amazing it only became very unamazing so you're saying in recently. those in those three years when you became a 16 year old and i was a young ripe 15 yeah you had grown so much that it was no longer as funny correct it was like i'm dating now well got- <laughs> i don't need i don't need to listen to you know ode, ode to my car oh i see were you getting the um at a medium pace treatment from your girlfriend at the time uh you know a gentleman never uh never tells okay so i got some stats for you on okay. on what the hell happened to me which you say was not that great 
Okay, it spent 57 weeks on the Billboard Top 200. Bullshit. 57 weeks, over a year in the Top 200. It sold over 2 million uh, copies, and that made it the highest charting, highest best-selling comedy album of all time. Wrap your head around that. You're... This this has got to be fake. Are, are you getting this from Wikipedia? I'm getting it from Wikipedia, okay. just like everywhere else. I mean, just just like all my other research. That can't be. Are you serious? The highest chart. But I mean, what would have come bigger than that? I mean, you know, like a regular stand-up comedy, Eddie Murphy Raw or something. Yeah, I, anything. Uh, <laughs> I, I guess the t- although I will say this, the timing of this was was very right for Adam Sandler. You somebody today one couldn't pull this off. Our our generation, the movies that were coming out, the SNL stuff, everything was this sort of like, I'm going to speak my mind, f*** my parents, it's okay to be a dork, everybody wants to get girls, even if they can't, even if they feel insecure, and suddenly it went from every man on camera being powerful to being vulnerable. And in doing so, I think, I think that paved the way for somebody to come out and literally put out world's longest pee and everybody's going to go finally something i can relate to very insightful and and i don't know i just i think i you couldn't do this today no you absolutely couldn't there's no way that this would get greenlit uh, today i mean there's there's just throwaway tracks like Adve- the adventures of cow i mean that was what what the hell was that memory lane was just horrible there were a couple i i i, I just Going back and listening to this is so hard to get through. I I can't believe how stupid it was. I mean, it was made, again, for preteen boys. As we became, like, full-blown teenagers getting into our mid to late teens, this... I already couldn't relate. (laughs) I already couldn't relate. I mean, I, I really think that this album sold as well as it did because of the Hanukkah song. I mean, that's what this was. It was the Hanukkah song and a bunch of filler crap to, to, to release. So it wasn't a single, basically. Otherwise, it would have just been the single. And that's it. I don't know. I You know, sex or weightlifting. That was... That, that was, would have been kind of that was kind two of fun. people having sex or working out. But the thing is, Adam Sandler has done the same character for his whole career. I mean... It's the same kind of weird, you know, all the way up until Uncut Gems. Well, you know, I, that I believe that's post 2000, so I, I don't acknowledge it. Oh, I take it you didn't see it. Oh, of course, oh, of course not. Okay. I have, you know, but, you know, this did come out of the perfect time for him and his career. You know, Billy Madison, 94, and then uh, Happy Gilmore, 96. And yeah. this released that same year. And the Hanukkah song, you know, debuted on SNL, and then he turned it into a single. And, uh, well, made a whole album so he didn't have to sell it as a single. And now, I mean, selling 2 million records at $15 a pop is a lot better than selling 2 million singles at, you know, 2.99 for a single. Yeah. Well, and now you now you don't even sell albums. No, what's he, what's he, an album? Yeah, he you would just go he on YouTube. Getting, he would be just getting a penny a stream at this point. I got to talk about the hypnotist. That one was the worst piece of shit I've ever heard. It is Why did you hate it? it it's 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 Adam Sandler goes to the hypnotist to stop smoking. It's Kevin Nealon, who's got the perfect voice for for that type of thing. And he's like, you're going to relax and you're going to just, I'm going to count down from three to, and it's, I'm telling you, it's a 10 minute fart joke. The whole track is like almost 11 minutes long. And it's, it's, it's nothing but the same fart joke over and over and over again. I was three minutes into it. When I checked the time, I'm like, surely this is almost over. No, I've got another eight minutes to go. I couldn't believe that they milked that one joke. And it's just varying degrees of 
Hershey squirts and no, I think that one was you. What I can't believe even more is that, because that's all I remembered. He had not one, but he had two more follow-ups. He released two more. Yeah. He released another album in 2004, a comedy album. 11 years later, I listened to the first track. It's the same Adam Sandler voice. The same There was shtick. nothing no. different. He put. He did put out two others in the 90s, and one of them was a complete uh, bunch of songs. Uh, no, no skits. You know, and that's just it. These are all skits. They're not sketches. The way a sketch is a fully formed idea with like an arc, a beginning, a middle, end, and characters kind of... Uh, overcome obstacles and there's like these are skits these are one note jokes and and that's it so uh, you know what well i'm now that we've been talking about adam sandler though i know this isn't you know 90s but and 80s but uh 100 fresh just i guess is a netflix comedy thing that he he did last year yeah all those guys did um you know chris rock and dana uh, dana carvey and all those guys have been put out stuff on netflix now i'm gonna have to watch netflix so let me just ask you this when we wrap it up. You know, are we are we are we being a bunch of trolls? Is that what this show is? I mean, you, are, all we're doing is crapping on everything. I stood up for MC Hammer. You called him a one-hit wonder. I said I actually respect the guy in his career and what he's become. We both agreed LL Cool J is pretty cool. Well, yeah, we both agreed. Although on you that. think the name LL Cool J is not that cool. Well, it, LL Cool J is, but you know, ladies love Cool is, James. Yeah, it's not as as much. I, I wish it was just it means something. So, so now we, we crapped on Bill Murray. We crapped on MC Hammer. We kind of we didn't crap. We've we've celebrated them. We were we said really good things about Bill. You crapped on Bill Murray more than I did. I revere his older stuff. Yeah, well, I redeem myself in the next episode. This is episode four. We're still talking about Bill Murray. I think we can put it to rest. It's fine. But the point is, we're not... Sorry, I'll calm it down. We're not on everybody. Uh, Adam Sandler, the actor... We'll get into that later. Because that's a a whole different conversation. We're, We're just talking about Adam Sandler, the musician. Totally different. Well, all right. Well, just just so you know, we're we're eventually going to talk about things we like, like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Terminator Two, um, you know, the classics, Ghostbusters. We'll get around to that definitely. Back to the Future, cool stuff. But we're going to talk about stuff that that's topical, like Adam like Sandler's Adam Sandler. 1993 CD, because everybody is searching for that right now. 